this week on the Back Table Podcast. Do you feel that your cup is less empty or more full? It depends on the day. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I think when I think about, you know, making sure that you have a cup you can pour from, making sure, you know, I think about kind of like basically, you know, self-care. You got to take care of yourself so you can take care of other people. And, And so I think I'm definitely more aware of it than I was, you know, 10 years ago. Like I am more intentional and conscientious about, okay, am I depleted today? Like, do I need to kind of unplug and turn everything off and kind of take some time for myself so that I can, you know, show up for my patients and for residents and students and for my colleagues kind of as the best version of myself. But I'm not going to sit here and claim that I have that I have a full cup every day. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backtable ENT podcast, where we discuss all things ENT. We bring you the best and brightest in our field with the hope that you can take something new from our show to your practice. My name is Gopi Shaw, and I'm a pediatric otolaryngologist in Dallas at UT Southwestern. And my name is Ashley Agan, and I'm a general ENT at UT Southwestern in Dallas. Um, And we are your hosts, and we're so glad that you stopped by the show today. Today, we have a special anniversary episode. Happy anniversary, Gopi. Happy anniversary, Ash. One year. One year. We started this one year ago, and um, and here we are, back at it, still doing it a year later. Yeah. It's been a great year. Lots of fun. Lots of great guests from Jake Hunter to Ashley Halderman. Those are some of our UT people. To some non-UT people, including Prashant Maholtra, Dave Cognetti, Adam Lukenbuehl. Yeah. It's been a really good time and we've gotten to talk to a lot of really interesting people and dive into some cool topics, but I feel like we've really just started to scratch the surface, right? For sure. I feel like we have, our, our list of podcast ideas are, you know, it's, it's a long list, so we, we've got a lot more work to do. Well, we were able to kind of get an idea of how we're doing and get an idea of some of our listeners, who are they, um, when they listen and things like that. 31 of you responded to and did the Backtable ENT survey. And thank you, by the way. We appreciate you taking the time to give us that feedback. It does kind of help us know our audience a little bit better. So thank you to those of you who filled out the survey. Yes. And I'd say probably half are practicing attending otolaryngologists. We also have another 25% that are residents and medical students. And then another 25% of our partners, nurses, allied health, speech therapists, you know, vestibular therapists, audiologists. So it's a good mix of listeners. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I think that was the part that surprised me was seeing such a big chunk of the pie being, you know, non-physician partners in otolaryngology. So that's kind of cool to think about as we're exploring these topics, how they, you know, overlap and bleed over into other areas of patient care. And um, I think highlights for us some opportunities to even bring in uh, those partners on the show to kind of get that perspective. So that's something that we're hoping to do this year as well. For sure. I love audiology, speech pathology. And then in terms of uh, work environments, we had a big chunk, about 67% in an academic setting, about a little bit more than 40% in the hospital setting, and about 13% 13% in private practice. So I love that we have, you know, we're an academic, so it's, you know, our network already is academic, but it would be great 
to have more uh, listeners as well as guests from our private practice colleagues. You know, we did a podcast with Scott Fortune on office-based rhinology. It was a great podcast, learned a ton, as well as uh, with Mark Williams on voice patients. So um, I think that's probably an area where we can also continue to grow and build upon. Yeah, definitely a growth area. And certainly, I think we both recognize that there's some nuance and some differences experienced in the private practice world compared to, you know, existing in the academic setting. And I think that this platform would be a great place to kind of help highlight some of those differences and allow those physicians to kind of collaborate and bring, you know, ideas of how how things are working for them in their practices. For sure. For sure. And Ash, when do you listen to the Backtable ENT podcast or when do you listen to your podcasts? I usually listen to podcasts when I'm doing, you know, kind of monotonous things like washing dishes or folding laundry or things where where I can like still have my hands to be doing other things, but I can just kind of put in my um, headphones and, and listen. So it tends to be kind of at random times because I don't, I mean, may, maybe sometimes on a commute, like mo- most of the time my commute is only about 10, 15 minutes every now and then. If I'm going out to like the satellite clinic or something, it might be 30 to 40 minutes. So I might listen to a podcast during that time in the car. But otherwise, it's mostly kind of just randomly when I'm doing my doing my chores. Yeah. Well, it looks like about 50% of our listeners do the same when they're driving or in their downtime or another 35% um, listen to the podcast on their free time on the weekends. I do the same. I think, no. So the that 35.5, that's um, commute to work. Oh. Dark, darker blue. Ah, the blues are tough the here. The blues are close. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my bad. <laughs> do you... <laughs> Is that an age thing? Do I need to talk to my ophthalmologist about this? I got, I got away with not needing uh, bifocals. They're Pro- very progressives. Excuse me. Just yet. They're very similar blues. Yeah. But they're 35.5% while commuting to work. Yeah. There's a sliver of free time. Free time's hard to find. Yeah. Free What's free time? <laughs> yeah. When does that happen? Okay. And then where do you listen to your podcasts? I'm a Spotify fan. Um, just because that's kind of where I listen to, that's where my music is. So I just go to that when I'm kind of listening to podcasts, listening to music, you know, either or that's kind of my platform of choice. Well, we have these pie charts, y'all, and these pie charts have different colors to show us a percentage, <laughs> but the maroon, red, and pink here is very close in shade. So I'm hoping that I say these percentages correctly, but it looks like Apple Podcasts about 40% of our listeners listen to. And that's what I do. I usually go to Apple Podcasts. People also like, uh, 35% of the people like Spotify. And then there's a chunk that also likes YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good chunk of YouTube too. Yeah. So the nice thing about YouTube is that you can have captions. So, you know, if you were needing to read it or if you just wanted to see our faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of length, I always kind of, as a host, I always kind of think about the length because you always worried, is it too long, you know, or is it, did we miss something because we're so worried about trying to cut the time. But I have to say, you know, I was pretty uh, happy with the 60% that responded that the amount of time that we have for the podcast length are just right. But I agree that a third of the guests uh, 
people that responded said that just really depends on the topic and the guest. Um, do you find that to be kind of true? Yeah, that's always one of the things I worry about, too, is when you start talking to guests, sometimes you just never know where the conversation is going to go. And you really hate to cut someone off or cut the topic short if you're you know, exploring and kind of getting into the weeds and, and enjoying that discussion and conversation. So it can be kind of tricky. Um, I think we do spend a lot of time trying to create an outline and guide questions to where we can fit into a good digestible amount of time, you know. Yeah. The conversations, you can't always predict it. And that's the beauty, beauty of it. That's the fun part of it. I kind of think of the uh, Steve Gowdy episode on cleft care. You know, it was a good solid 30 minutes on cleft care. And then, you know, we kind of went down a tangent on, you know, professional development and, you know, choosing your own destiny and your path which was great conversation and not something that I was trying to, you know, cut because it went off topic or now we're past the 30 minute point. Yeah. Sometimes it's kind of fun to see where the conversation goes. It doesn't always go where you think it's going to go. Yeah. Which kind of, I know there's more stuff on the survey, but I kind of wanted to, because I think this is a good part about, we obviously enjoy the conversations that we have um, and it kind of ties into you know, a year ago, our first podcast was on wellness. And I think if anybody's interested, it's the very first one. And it's titled, You Can't Pour from an Empty Cup. And in the beginning, we both talk about sort of different points where uh, we were either burning out or burnt out, just feeling at that, you know, point where, wait a second, I need to start taking care of myself. In terms of a one-year wellness check-in, do you feel that your cup is less empty or more full? It depends on the day. <laughs> I, you know, I think when I think about, you know, making sure that you have a cup you can pour from, making sure, you know, I think about kind of like basically, you know, self-care. You got to take care of yourself so you can take care of other people. And, and so I think I'm definitely more aware of it than I was, you know, 10 years ago. Like I am more intentional and conscientious about, okay, am I depleted today? Like, do I need to kind of unplug and turn everything off and kind of take some time for myself so that I can, you know, show up for my patients and for residents and students and for my colleagues kind of as the best version of myself. But I'm not going to sit here and claim that I have <laughs> that I have a full cup every day. <laughs> yeah. No, I love your answer because I I wrote some some questions down. I'm like, good thing I'm going to ask these to Ash, right? Because I don't know what my answer is, right? <laughs> but it, yes, it, it's very variable in terms of the day-to-day -day sometimes. What I do like about the, the podcast opportunity is I usually end, after we've done a podcast, I end feeling that I have that much more in my cup, if you will, because it's a great way to connect with people. Um, it's a great way to kind of get inside somebody's head a little bit, see how they think. I get to see you every weekend, you know, and it's something that we, you know, it's work uh, or something that we do. It's not necessarily work, but it's ENT. So something that we do um, and just being able to, I guess, practice it in a different light and have some humor or personal stories, which is always kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's been a, a nice, you know, hobby, weekend hobby. I don't want to say side hustle. Um, it's, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> but it's been uh, a nice, um, you know, break from the typical, I mean, you know, pre-COVID, 
my husband and I would travel a lot. That was kind of like our nice getaway to kind of go reset and re, you know, get refreshed. It's just kind of, you know, get off the, get off the grid, get away. And obviously it's been a lot harder to travel in the last year, year and a half, I guess, going on now. And so, yeah, it's, I've, I've looked forward to um, getting to be with you on Saturday mornings um, and meeting other people in the field. And, you know, we talked about before, like I'm, I'm a, a student. I'm a lifelong learner. I I love I love <laughs> to to be in the classroom. We know we know Ash. You got a lot of letters behind your name. She's just got her MBA, y'all. Four degrees. I imagine I'm just like a baby bird. I'm like just feed me knowledge. Like just give it to me. So like you know, getting to talk to all these people who are you know really experts in in their areas. I just love having that opportunity to be to ask questions and really, you know, pick their brains. That's been a lot of fun and I agree with you. Like I come, I usually come away feeling refreshed and you know, excited and kind of um I'm always excited to see how the how the final product comes together and it's always you know, fun when it gets released and um you can kind of see what the rest of the world thinks of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I guess now going back to the survey, we had some good good suggestions, uh, you know, in terms of having more clinical cases. Um, I think those are that's a great suggestion as well as more in-depth questions. Yeah, I, I think um, one of the kind of themes was, you know, maybe some more details um, as far as like kind of getting into the nitty gritty of everyday patient care, you know, we all kind of know and understand the textbook answers and we know how to take tests and things like that. But then, we, you know, when you live in the real world and you see patients, you understand that the patients rarely read the textbook and do not present as that classic case. And there's all, you know, often they're kind of in the gray and you're like, OK, like what what's the right thing to do? Um, and I think that, you know, over this next year, that'll be kind of a growth area to kind of bring on um, more guests. And, and with the guests we talked to, I think kind of really getting into maybe case discussions and, you know, what exactly do you do when this and, you know, like for procedural types of things, like what instruments are you using and how, what does your setup look like exactly? I think those are, um, it seems like those are topics that people are really interested in and that, and that I think we both are interested in exploring as well. For sure. I think that, um, I think you're right. I think there's the textbook, there's the evidence, there's data, there's guide, clinical practice guidelines, consensus statements, and those are extremely helpful. But I think as a physician, you are, there's an art to medicine and how you practice patient care. And um, every patient, their presentation is just a little bit different or their interaction or their expectations. There's just, it's unique, everyone. And so it is nice to see, kind of get inside our guests' mind a little bit and see how they see a problem or certain things that may be so black and white, but they're totally not just because maybe I haven't seen enough yet or there's a different angle to view it at. Yeah, I, I'm excited for more of that as well. Yeah. And one of my, you know, favorite things that, you know, as far as opportunities that we get just when the two of us are talking to to another guest is, you know, when we kind of go around the horn and talk about the different ways we do things. And it's always kind of interesting and surprising to hear, you know, that there are so many different ways to do things that are all kind of correct, but maybe slightly different. Um, and it kind of just reminds you of, you know, how there's different ways to 
to practice and it might be different things that you want to try out at, you know, different points in your career, which is cool. Yeah, for sure. Other ENT suggestions or topics that people responded were robotics, pediatric thyroid, uh, head neck cancer, endocrine, uh, just thyroid, endocrine, parathyroid topics, eustachian tube, dysfunction and balloon dilation, BPI, head neck oncology research, uh, management of vocal cord lesions, approach to vertigo, and specifically Dana Thompson. Dr. Dana Thompson, I'm an email. I'm an emailer. She's a pediatric otolaryngologist at Northwestern. She is amazing. So I would love to have her on. But yeah, nice broad suggestion of topics. ENT is a broad, it's such a broad field. There's so many different things. So yeah, we've, we've got some good suggestions to add to our list. To those of you who haven't got a chance to take the survey, please know that we are um, always open and receptive to ideas. And we actually need to highlight our website too, Gopi. That was another thing we wanted to kind of announce more is that, you know, we have our website as a good source, um, a good resource for um, people to go to, to kind of check out episodes, as well as we have, you know, articles that highlight different episodes. There's also like a feedback form on the website where if you want to send us a note and say, hey, I'd really like to you know, hear about this topic or, you know, I know the perfect person or I am the perfect person to talk about this, you know, um, hit us up on our website. It's backtable.com slash ENT. You can find our website. As we start to build our catalog and we have more episodes, it'll be easier to sort through the different episodes by um, topic or by guest. Um, and so be sure and um, check that out and let us know what you think. And remember, if there's any international listeners that want to come on as guests or speakers, please uh, reach out. We would love to have you on. Um, we will make it work. I would love to gain insight and perspective on what our uh, international colleagues are doing as well across the world. If you really enjoyed a guest and want to know more about them, sometimes there's also more information about that guest. And as always, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, and Ghana. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Backtable ENT. Uh, we love feedback, topics, ideas, speakers. And of course, if you ever want to come on the show. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in today. Um, thank you for all your support. Thank you for any new listeners for stopping by. We hope you join us again. And thank you, Ash, for being my partner and co-host. I just love you. Happy anniversary, Gopi. Happy anniversary, Happy anniversary to, to us. Cheers. You know I love you. I love getting to come spend time with you on the weekends. And I'm looking yay. forward to what the next year has in store. So yay. Thank you for letting me call you every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Bye, everybody. <laughs>